Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church. The DNA, you know, talks about the quality of a man, the identity of that person. Okay, it talks about where you pick your genetics from. And as a believer, also, we've been telling ourselves that we have, a gen we have genetics, we have genes, we have an identity in God. Okay? And as a believer, the Bible remains the only authoritative platform for us to teach from, for us to learn from, for us to practice, for us to correct ourselves, to instruct ourselves, and uh, apparently to pick our identity from. So you want to know who you are in Christ. You want to know who God is. You want to know what God has done for you. You want to know how to walk and how to maximize what we have in Christ Jesus. Okay? It is very important that we, that we learn from the scripture. There's an understanding that the scripture you know, gives to us. I will read from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says that the scripture is profitable for doctrine, for teaching, for instruction. Now, doctrine there, uh, it, you know, it's, it's a Greek word, and it is it's called didaskalio, all right? And it means learning. It means, it means teaching, all right? I'm going to go a bit, you know, slow today because, you know, and I will put everything together at the end of the day. So, the, the scripture is profitable for teaching, the scripture is profitable for learning. So, as a believer, we have that responsibility, we have that duty to learn of Christ. Also, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20, you know, uh, Paul was telling the Ephesians church, he's saying that you have not so learned of Christ. So, it means that there's a learning. It means that there's an understanding. It means that there's a body of knowledge in Christ. Right? There's a, there's, 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 there's a learning, there's, there's an understanding in Christ. Last week, we read from um, um, 1 John chapter 5, verse 20. It says that now the Son of God has come, okay, to give us an understanding. It says, and now we know the true God. Okay? So there's an understanding to learn in Christ. There's, there's an understanding for us to learn in Christ. And the more you and I improve, the more you and I grow in that knowledge, the more you and I, you know, improve in that knowledge, the better we are able to walk in our Christian walk. The better we are able to exercise dominion in our Christian walk. Let me just read, let me just uh, consult my notes and, uh, you know, tell us some things here. That I've, I've talked about the fact that there's a learning in Christ and that we learn from Christ because Christ is the truth. Let me read that passage. Timo, um, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 20. I will just read. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 20. It says, but you have not so learned Christ. You have not so learned Christ. So there's a learning in Christ. We've said that. Verse 21, if so, be, if so be that ye have had him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. The truth is in Jesus Christ. And that's why we learn of him. 
Okay? There are so many other things to learn from. But when it comes to our identity as a believer, how do we worship? What, you know, who is the Holy Spirit to us? How do we pray? How do we do things as Christians? You know, we learn those things of Christ as documented in the scripture. It's very important that we know that. It says, as, as Jesus, as the truth, is Jesus Christ. So the truth about your identity is not necessarily in culture or tradition or the environment or the news or our fields of occupation. Very important. However, but the truth about you, about your eternity, about life in itself, it's in Jesus Christ. That truth is in Jesus Christ. That truth is in Jesus Christ. There are so many news around, so many sources of information, but when it comes to life, when it comes to Christianity, when it comes to believing in God, okay, the truth, that truth is in Jesus. It's in his personality, the things that he did. Praise the Lord. Now, we are trying to say that, and a believer's reality, a believer's identity, the believer's DNA is not in his experience. We have different experiences in life. Things happen, okay? But our identity is not in our experiences. Sometimes good, sometimes bad, all right? But we've got the identity. Our identity is in Christ Jesus. Our identity is in Christ Jesus Christ, okay? And that the Christian life is an extensive study, an extensive study of the person of Christ. I'll say that again. The Christian life is an extensive study. That's why we can't rush over these things. We can't, we can't, you know, it takes us to be systematic. It takes us to be patient to really, really learn of Christ. Because that is where we pick our identity from. That is what influences our opinion about life. Our, 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 our opinion about things. Our decisions, how we conduct ourselves, how we, how, how we view life, that is what influences it. That identity that we have in Christ Jesus Christ. And I will say this again, that the, 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 more, the, the, the clearer it becomes, the clearer it becomes, the, the, the deeper our understanding of the person of Christ and what he has done for you and I, the better it is for us. What am I trying to say today? I'm just trying to encourage us that there's a body, there's a learning in Christ Jesus. There's a learning in Christ. And in that learning, you learn your identity. You see what Christ has said. We're going to see some of those today. We're going to see some of those things today about what he has done for us and, and, and your identity and who you are in Christ. Praise the Lord. Okay, so let's move on. By saying that a believer is someone whose reality is in Christ Jesus. You and I, okay, we're going to make the most of our Christian work if we make our reality in Christ Jesus. If we make up our mind, if we make up that commitment to really, really study. Now, we're not saying that we become a Christian. We are Christians already. But if, going, if we are going to make the most value the most use, the, you know, if we are going to maximize our identity, we have so many identities in, identities in Christ of good works, right? But if we are going to maximize those, we will, it will require, require us to diligently study 
what Christ has done for us. Because Christ came, you know, and he changed the order. Christ came. In fact, he did not even change the order. He has been the Father's promise from the beginning. Well, you know, we are not getting into all of those today. But the point I'm trying to say is that there is a body of knowledge. There's an identity in Christ for you and I, you know, for us to know. And that the more we study, the more this becomes clear, the, 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 wide, the, you know, the more wide-ranging our understanding of these truths, the better, you know, we are able to maximize our life, and, you know, our Christian walk. And that a believer is someone whose reality is in Christ. Whose everyday, let me add that, whose everyday reality is in Christ. Whose everyday reality is in Christ. Whose everyday reality is in Christ. I'm saying that so that, you know, so that, you know, every morning when you wake up, you know that you are in Christ. You know that you are in Christ. That's what the Bible teaches us. Praise the Lord. Okay? And we, we, we continue to learn about Christ. We continue to learn about him. You know, I was telling my friends, you know, sometimes during the week that, that we will never come to a point as a believer where we will say that, oh, I've learned all there is in Christ. I was, I was discussing with, um, you know, was it, you know, uh, maybe, was it Anne this morning or Barbara, that this truth has been for thousands of years and it's still the same. It is the only truth that has not shifted. The only truth that has, that has remained. Alright? So it calls for us to really, really familiarize ourselves with these things. And in familiarizing, we familiarize ourselves with the things that Christ has done for you and I. Okay? I have an emphasis today. And the emphasis is that our identity is in Christ. We're going to see all of those. We're going to see that now. Our identity is in Christ. We have that identity in Christ. And that it requires us to familiarize ourselves with this truth. It can't just be a, you know, something that we brush over. You know, uh, you know it's, a, it's a challenge. It's an encouragement this morning that we have an identity in Christ. Okay, And that identity promises us so many things. Life, peace, forgiveness. Okay, reconciliation, evangelism, the Holy Spirit, prayers, righteousness in Christ Jesus. So many things, all right, such that if we don't really pay attention to this truth, we will not really, really appreciate these things. Okay, whereas it is the truth. We just read in Ephesians 4, 20 and 21, it says, as the truth is in Christ. <laughs> The truth about your identity, my identity, is not, is, is not necessarily because I'm an accountant or because I'm an engineer or because I'm, you know, uh, you know, no. Our truth, that identity as a believer is in Christ Jesus. And that's my challenge to us this morning. That we've got to study, we've got to pay attention, we've got to show some commitment to understanding these things for yourself, your identity in Christ. Emphasis in Christ. Praise the Lord. Let's move on. <laughs> oh dear. Let's look at some identities quickly. Ephesians. We're going to look at Ephesians today. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. I'm trying to check my time. <laughs> Ephesians 1. Uh, verse 4. It's a long place. I encourage us this week to study the book of Ephesians. Please, you know, just study and get to know what is said about you. And all that, those truths in there are true. 
as your reality. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4. We are looking at our DNA and we are studying these things to really, really, you know, uh, uh, feel at home with who Christ, who the Bible says we are. Ephesians 1 4. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and, and without blame before him in love. One identity again that we can see in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 is that he has chosen us. He has chosen us. That's, that is something to identify with. When issues, when things happen, when people say stuff in the news, you know, in, on social media, the environment, you know, the, you know, what is happening in that part of the world or in this part of the world in, or in the other part of the world, we have an identity. We have a news concerning yourself. He has chosen you. He is your, you know, you are his own. I am his. I read that place and I jump. I belong to God. I belong to God. I belong to, he has chosen me. <laughs> Glory to God. He has chosen me. That is the truth. And it's not just me alone. He has chosen you. We are chosen in God. There is nothing changing that, those, that truth. It is real. That is our identity. Someone will come, oh, you, you, no, no, no. I am this. <laughs> this is me. I am chosen in God. It is an identity. That we have in Christ Jesus Christ. And you see, <laughs> you, know, you know, we should begin to, 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 to see these words as true. As true. Let's move on and look at the next one. Verse 5 of the place that we read. <laughs> oh, dear Father, we thank you. Now, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. He said he has predestinated us to the adoption of sons. So we are not, we, we are, we are not servants. We are not just someone, you know, someone. We are God's children. For everyone that, we, that has believed, for you and I that has believed in what Christ has done, that he died and that he was buried, and, and that on the third day he rose from the dead, and that right now he's at the right side of the Father. He said, You are sons. He has predestined to be sons. So we are adopted, we are in him. <laughs> that is true. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what every other person is saying, the Bible says it, I believe it. That is it about us. We have been adopted. We are, we, we are now his son. He looks after us. We are his children. That is an identity that I want us to have. And I'm going to talk more about what we do with these identities and how we can, you know, we can really bring it you know, to ourselves. Okay? That is who we are. We are his children. We are his own. We are chosen. We are chosen. We are his children. <laughs> You and I, very, very true. Let's look at an, another identity from that same book of Ephesians. There are so many things that the Bible says you know, about us. 
that we need to, as believers, familiarize ourselves with. Let it be, you know, you, 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 permit me to say this, you, you, you know, permit me again, I'm stressing that, you get drunk, you know, on those words. You let it, you let it be. Bible says that, you know, that we, that we should not be drunk with wine, okay, but we should be drunk on the promise, on his promises for us. You allow this word to be, to, to be your reality, to be your identity, for that is who we are. Praise the Lord. Verse 6, it says, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. Wow. Accepted in the beloved. We are accepted. Now, the beloved is his son. The beloved is Christ. You remember that verse that says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well placed. So, in Christ, we've been accepted. In Christ, we've been made one. That is our identity. That's our DNA. We've been accepted. We are no more strangers to the commonwealth of God. Christ came, he broke the, partition, the partitioning wall. There's no middle wall again. We can now access the Father. That is our truth. That's our identity. That is who we are. Okay? And we keep reminding ourselves in this. Remember we said that there's a learning in Christ. Okay? All of these things are bodies of knowledge in themselves that we really, really need to understand, you know, as believers. There's no ending to, to, the, to, to the knowledge in Christ. There's none. And that's why I encourage us, let's come to church. Let's keep learning these things. You know, the short, short time that we have, it goes a long way to reinstate our assurance in the faith that we have in Christ Jesus. It does. Alright? So, 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 so that you walk bold, you walk, conf- you walk confident all through your life that God is with me. You know, the Bible says that he that is in us is greater than he that is outside. You know, some Christians don't, don't make that their reality. Okay? We don't make that our reality. Whereas it is true. It is true that God is in us. That's an identity. That God is, in, is with me. And it doesn't matter what is going on around me. God is with me. We've been accepted in him. We've been chosen in him. We've been made sons in him. The other day we were reading about how God has loved us with great love. Okay, so these are our identity. And we say this to remind ourselves, we say this to encourage us that as we walk through life, we are bold, we are steadfast in him. It is very important. Verse 7 of the same chapter. You know, I've encouraged us to read Ephesians chapter 1 verse, you know, the, the, the old book of Ephesians, because we're, going to, because we're going to keep referring to it to pick the truth about ourselves, you know, in our meetings. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. Let's read it. Uh, it says that in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. <laughs> you see, Ephesians is a compendium of what Christ has done. Okay? It's, it's in, verse 7 is saying that we have forgiveness. We've been redeemed. You know, you know, for everyone that has not believed in Christ Jesus, all right, even though salvation has been made available for them, but, if, but you know, they've not, they've not received that, that forgiveness of sin. But for us that have believed, we have received the, forgive, you know, the forgiveness of sin. We have been, we've been bought back 
from the kingdom of darkness, Colossians chapter 1 verse 13, brought from, brought from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son. We now belong to the kingdom of his dear son. That is where we are. Right now. Right, even right now. Yeah, even right now. That's where we belong. In the kingdom of his son. We've been forgiven. We've been redeemed. We've been translated from, from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son, of his beloved son. You can see that beloved again. We've been accepted in him. This is the truth. This is our reality. Praise the Lord. And I'll begin to wrap up because of our time. All right? Begin to wrap up by saying that this truth, we need to settle down with this truth. We need to really understand this truth. Now, let's read something from the same Ephesians, from the same Ephesians, uh, from the same Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. Verse 15. There's a lot. I've, I've skipped so many. I've skipped so many, but let's start from verse 16. Therefore, I also, after I add of your faith in the Lord. Now, Paul had told them, you are, you've been accepted, you, you have peace with the Father, you've been forgiven, you are chosen, you are no longer, you are, you are no longer a stranger, alright? He's now telling them what they need to do. Verse 15, he says, therefore, I also, after I've had about your faith in the Lord, and your love unto us, I cease not to give thanks and pray for you. Now, that puts on us a responsibility of prayers. Because these are spiritual truths, okay, that, we, that people don't understand without prayer. Remember that, um, that scripture in, sec- in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, it says, the things of the spirit looks like foolishness unto unbelievers. You say, why? Because they are spiritually discerned. We spiritually discern these things. And the reason we pray, you know, if, if, if you've been attending our prayer meetings, we pray about this truth day in, day out. Day in, day out. Day in, day out. Because there's a knowledge. There's a truth. There's a learning to learn in Christ. And how do we do this? We pray. And let's look at the prayer. We're going to, you know, if you notice we didn't pray, you know, in the beginning, we're going to pray afterwards about these things that we've had. So let's look at, um, uh, I'm going to read Ephesians chapter, chapter 1, verse, verse 16. Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Making is a, is a, is a, is a present continuous. Making mention of you in my prayers. Not that I made mention. I make mention of you in my prayers. So in the morning, so we, we have the responsibility to pray about these things that we may know it more. Let's look at it. Verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. See what he's praying for. That we have that understanding, that our eyes of understanding will be enlightened to know him. Verse 18 and 19. He says that, that our eyes of understanding you know, be enlightened, that you may know the hope of his calling, the riches of the glory of inheritance in saints, of his inheritance in saints. And what is the exceeding power? Look at that. The exceeding power that is at work in you. Think about it. The Bible says there's an exceeding power at work in you. It's true. It's true. Jackie, 
This is true. There's an exceeding power at work in you. Ha <laughs> ha, glory to God. There is an exceeding power at work in us. There's an exceeding power at work in us. That is our identity. That is, that is, that is our configuration. That is how we are wired up. <coughs> our, our, our setup is such that we are set up with power. That's an identity. So many identities. Yet, true about every believer in Christ Jesus. Every believer in Christ Jesus Christ. Our sins are forgiven. We have peace with the Father. We've been accepted, you know, in the beloved. You know, we, we've been chosen. We've been adopted as sons. We have power. That person says there's an hope. There's an hope of our calling. There's the riches of inheritance that is in you. Oh, glory to God. That's our identity. That's our identity. And how do we do this? We pray. You pray. You pray. You pray that, our, that your eyes of understanding will be enlightened. That you'll be able to understand more and more of these things that Christ has done for you and I. Alright? So we're going to pray shortly about these things. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, let, let's look also at Ephesians chapter 4 verse 22. Pastor Greg, you know, read this last week. I'm just going to make mention of it. Uh, 4.22. Ephesians 4.22. Now, I'll start from verse 20 so that we can put it in context. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20, 21, and 22. I read. But ye have not so learned Christ. Okay? We read that place earlier that there's a learning in Christ. Okay? Um, verse 21. If so, be that ye have had him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. Okay? We've said the truth. Look at so many truths in Jesus Christ. We have power, we are forgiven, and, you know, and the rest of them. That is our identity. Those truths and many more are in Christ Jesus. Now, let's look at verse 22. That's where I'm going, actually. Okay? Verse 22, it says, That you put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt. Okay? And be re okay, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Verse 23, it says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind, verse 24, and that you put on the new man. Exactly, that's where I'm going. You put on the new man. What does it mean to put on the new man? You are conscious of it. You are aware. You put it on. And awareness is a consciousness. You put on this new man. Remember, it says in verse 23 that you renew your mind. To renew your mind means that it means that there's a knowledge there before. There's a knowledge before. It means you are renewing the old knowledge with this new truth about who you are in Christ. Before now we were sinners, but now we are righteous men and women in Christ Jesus Christ. You renew the old knowledge with this truth. You let it be your reality. You put it on. You put it on. You put it on. Do not just on Sundays alone. Every day. As you are sending that email, you put it on. As you walk in the office, you put it on. As you go to the store, you put it on. You are aware of you, who you are. There's a, there's, there's a sickness or there's, a, there's something swelling up in your body. You put it on because there's power in you. You talk to that body. Obey in the name of Jesus. There's no sickness in my body. 
I'm alive in Christ Jesus. That's how we put it on. You talk to yourself about the things that Christ has done for you. That is how we put that identity on. Okay? You remind yourself day in, day out, from time to time, who you are. For example, you go, oh, I'm forgiven. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm the righteousness of Christ. Uh, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I've been adopted as sons. Uh-huh. I'm accepted in the beloved. You put it on. I have an inheritance. There's a power at work in me. You talk to yourself. You let those things influence you. That is our identity. That is how we roll. That's how we do it. You put it on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You put it on. All right? So we've talked about prayers. That prayers is very, very, very important when we talk about our identity in Christ for us to be able to better appreciate, to better understand this thing. Paul uh, told them all of those. He said, because of this, I've never stopped praying for you so that you may understand these things. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry by making a donation on the giving page at leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.